Hello, hello, this is Alex. And this is Kim. We are Saz. And Nosh. <laughs> We're back. We're back. I know everyone missed us. <laughs> we missed you. And we missed you. So here's the thing. We are Sass and Nosh. And uh, briefly, as I think our habit is to, before we say anything, to acknowledge this is Kumiai land that we're coming to you from live. We acknowledge the ancestors that went before, those that are here now and those yet to come. And we thank them for the abundance of medicines and teachings and lessons and the abundance of life that's here. And um, we encourage you, wherever you're standing is indigenous land. And so we encourage you to learn who's, whose land you're on, learn about the people, learn about the history. And uh, I'm Kim. And um, I'm your co-host, and I'm a life coach, heartrivercoaching.com. Please check me out. Connect with me. I'd love to meet you. And my heritage on my mom's side is Jewish and Czech, and my heritage on my dad's side is German, and um, that's where I get my indigenous heritage. We are citizens of the Mandan Hidatsa Arikara Nation. <laughs> and I'm Alex. I have um, alexvyogi.com and I'm also on IG, uh, alexyvf, views and victory. And um, I am Mashika and also Dutch and a whole lot of more mixes in there. And um, so this all makes for a good mix of discussions so our discussion for today our topic for today is community community mm. i think this is a good topic yes and we're going to come from what community means within with relation to your own body and then expanding that out so i know kim you've been going through a little something something tell me what what, what you would like to mention Yes. Yeah, so, um, for actually I've discovered as long as Fargo as um, as long ago as 2010, um, I, I get these really, they're rare, a rare type of migraine headache. Um, it's called atypical migraine and the specific type that I get is hemiplegic and they're very serious. And, and the thing is, is that I don't actually get pain. I rarely have head pain, but I get what's called aura. And that's all kinds of physiological things that happen. And in, in the case of atypical migraine, they're very pronounced. And if they are not managed when these, thing, when these migraines happen, it can be really debilitating. And I am wrapping up about day seven <laughs> of managing this um and just to let folks know you know at, at its worst um the symptoms that i have mimic a stroke 
and or a heart attack. Usually it's a stroke. And I have all kinds of things um, like neuropathy, pain in my extremities or numbness in my extremities. Of course, it impacts your blood pressure. And nobody's really sure what's going on in the brain, but it is associated with inflammation. And it is a type of migraine, so it's often triggered by typical migraine triggers. Um, the two that I have figured out for sure is stress and hormones, because you know, I'm at that stage of life, so can't have anything just go smoothly. <laughs> um, but, but I have, um, it's been, it's been probably a year since I've had this, this severely. Um, and I have to take full responsibility because I was not managing my high blood pressure. Um, I was forgetting to take medication and I was eating all of the comfort foods that I really, that my mouth really likes, but my body not so much. And so I ended up in the hospital, not once, but twice over the week. And I've, I've experienced physical discomfort that has been, um, frankly, really scary. And as much as, uh, you know, it's like there hasn't been pain, but the fear and anxiety that is created when your body is doing things that you're not sure it should be doing, you know, it's really, it's been really terrible, but, um, I've been really, and, and there has been little relief. Um, the medications that have been offered that I've had access to and my normal ways of managing this, um, have not been available to me. And so I've had to be really super present in my body and, um, I've learned a lot about it to be honest with you. And um, one of the things I've learned is the importance of breath. <laughs> my, my, my dear friend and sister, the yoga teacher, <laughs> just get the follow up and be like, girl, I learned how important breath is. <laughs> mm-hmm. We need it. We need it. And, um, yeah, it, it's, it's really interesting because, you know, I, I've worked, I'm told, by the way, people who are listening, Alex is my yoga teacher and my yoga therapist. I'm not biased in any way when I tell you that you really need to go see her because she can help you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, I, I think one of the things I really learned in working with you that really came in handy this time was you always say, always return to the breath. Yes. It is the first thing we do on this earth is that inhale, that gasp, that, that animates our bodies and our lives for the rest of our life. And that sacred exhale that is for our last breath is just as special. But while we are on this plane, we need to keep conscious of how we breathe because when we don't breathe, it's like we're causing ourselves a little death. Mm. So to come back to that breath is to reaffirm, I am here, I am now. 
but see the, the fantastic, amazing miracle of a walking bodies that we are, or well, some of us walk, some of us do not. The miracle of life itself is all held within the breath. What we withhold from the breath, how even when we get excited, we go, oh, it's that gas mm-hmm. of excitement. When we cry, it's a big exhale. So there's our breath. So much story our breath could tell us. But when when we lose sight of it and we don't breathe and we breathe from the upper quadrant of our of our lungs, that's cutting us us that's cutting us off from the rest of the torso, the rest of the body. It's as if you were shutting down and telling your brain, No, 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 no. I only exist in the brain and the in the face. You can just take my head off. Mm-hmm. And and that cutting off is so like what people do when they isolate away from community. It's so funny you were saying that because I was thinking, I was thinking that it's like, it's like, you know, we're in this pandemic and we're still kind of in quarantine. And I was thinking that as you were describing that withholding that breath and cutting that off from your body is kind of like, us being isolated in our homes away from each other and how that has very much felt like being cut off from the breath of our lives, right? That human connection. The last time I saw you, the last time I hugged you, I mean, I can visualize it. It's been, you know, how many weeks, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And, and you know, so, and then translating that from, you know, individual out into community. I mean, in your experience, Alex, do you think it's true how we treat our, our home, which is our body, how we treat our personal home? Is that a reflection of how we treat our community or how we are in our community? Was that, that a loaded question? my life, baby. That is the thesis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I gotta tell you, there is so much in that. I mean, I, I gotta tell you, when I first, everybody who comes in to see me, I invite the soul, the body, everything that comes with it to come in and be seen. And I gotta tell you, I get very sad when I see those, those of us who come in who have a mansion but are living in a bathroom inside their house. <laughs> in my little tiny body. I've never I've never come to you in that way. I'm kidding. <laughs> I totally have. <laughs> More times I mean, than I want to admit. And that's okay. Sometimes sometimes we need to ooh, sometimes we need to go into the bomb shelter of our <laughs> our body <laughs> and I think you know what that looks like that means the bomb shelters we're curled up in fetal position holding our insides hopefully we're not doing that during national crisis but I digress <laughs> especially when we're called to positions of leadership which is very important and an honor of itself and if you don't the honor that people put upon you by electing you to be in a position of leadership perhaps you need to take a real look deep look inside of 
are you even worthy to be there? Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's the thing. We are all worthy of being in leadership if we want it. But we have to remember, if we're in positions of leadership, we have to be doing twice the work. And what I mean by that is you are the servant of those you lead. Mm-hmm. Don't get it all the way around that it's like some kind of pyramid scheme. No, no, no. It's an upside-down pyramid. And if you're not working harder than everybody else that you're supposed to be leading, you are not doing your job. And that goes for the head and body as well. If the, the head's like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm going, oh, here's, here's a typical thing also here. I want to lose weight, and I want to lose 50 pounds in two months. Oh, okay. Well, what did your body say about that idea? You know, your head can dictate how your keto diet or how how your other diets or whatever systems you're using to to put down the weight. Your head can dictate that for so long. And then the body is going to be like, hold up here. We need sustainable energy and you're untrustworthy, so guess what? We're going to expand things real quick once we get a chance. Mm-hmm. Because we're in survival. we got to keep you, Mr. Brain, going. Sorry, Mr. Or Mrs. We've got to keep you going. Yeah. So then you begin this internal war. And funny enough, when people are having an internal war, things pop up like, mm, I don't know, headaches and all sorts of stuff. Even when there's an external war, right now we're seeing riots on the street. That kind of stress leads to it leads to something happening in your body, whether mm-hmm. you are willing to recognize it or not. And this is yeah, and this is why you know we are both specialists in self care, in terms of assisting our clients and our communities and and this is why you know you and I in these roles I mean you know you I cruised I was cruising along thinking everything was fine but you know the amount of tension and stress and anxiety and worry given what we are all experiencing right now with you know pandemic and now, you know, of course, our relatives and political situation and um, mass protests and everything that's happened with that, internalizing that, I mean, it's kind of like, I visualize it like taking the whole pack of cigarettes and putting it in my mouth and lighting them all and taking a big deep breath, you know, it's kind of like yeah. inhaling, only never exhaling. And, um, you, you know, I think, and please correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, but, you know, there's evidence that's like the stress and how we internalize and swallow this leads to things beyond headaches. It's like cancer, you know, yeah. heart disease and lung disease and all of these blood terrible pressure. blood pressure. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 and, and and this is but but now to relate it to community is you know it's not just how we live in our little homes that are our bodies right now but it's also you know as a reflection to how we fit into the community but i think it's also you know how how do we show up for community 
is how is that a reflection for how community shows up for us? Mm -hmm. And, you know, are you willing to let them? I mean, there was a time I can think of that I would never have asked anybody, hey, can you help me? Can you do this or whatever? But I've been trying to change my ways and I've almost been overwhelmed at the absolute just love that has come in, people calling, people, you know, <laughs> driving me to the hospital and dumping me off in the COVID ward. <laughs> <laughs> people, you know, calling, you know, do you need anything? Can I drive you anywhere? Can I, you know, people, somebody delivered a cactus to me, which was pretty awesome. Um, but it's like, that's what community is. I mean, it, it literally starts from that place inside of you and connects you to outside your home, out into your neighborhood. And you create that by your choices, I think. I mean, I would choose not to have to go through this headache shit again, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's understandable. So what it, what it requires is that a lot of introspection. I mean, I got to say, this is, this is all a lot of work. So um, for those of you who don't know, we, we live in central San Diego, and there's been a lot of helicopters going around, especially at night. We're hearing sirens constantly. It's just, it's, it's, it's been kind of, a medium constant droning in, in our lives. So our environment isn't exactly matching the peacefulness that is needed for deep breath. Mm -hmm. So we've been kind of on high alert. So how to operate in high alert is really hard and hard to figure out, especially if you've already gone through um, traumatic events and traumatic things. Um, I have gone through a lot of traumatic experiences like, you know, um, gunshots, being crossfires, and, you know, major earth events. So for me, all of this is kind of like, it's got me a little hyped up. So I've noticed that, you know, maybe I'm not, also I'm, I'm doing the, because there's also, you know, constant talks of our food system is going to be in shortage and all of this, mm -hmm. all of this you know, low level, we're going to, shit's going to fall out. It's, it's mm -hmm. just, it's, it's a lot. So what I, what I can't control, I have tried to be much more introspective of, okay, I can control my breath. And in this moment, what would feel soothing for me is a long bath. Mm -hmm. And just the, the tiny things, you know, keeping my space clean, you know, mm -hmm. my, my bed comfortable. If you can, just take the small things first. The, the bigger things will take care of themselves. And I just, everything translates into everything else. If, yeah. you're, if you're experiencing these, these migraines that doctors are still trying to figure out, take a look outside. Oh, look at that. Helicopters everywhere. Police everywhere. I mean, it's no wonder. We're in a heightened state of tension. Where mm -hmm. else is there for all of this to go? So 
it's really important to give yourself the grace of noticing your poor little body, your poor little brain, your whole spirit. It's, it's being squished right now. Mm-hmm. Have the grace of saying, oh my God, this human experience is a little rough right now, but I'm going to just love on myself mm-hmm. like I am a child. Even the thoughts, those self-inflicting thoughts of, ah, witness yourself having a temper tantrum, have that temper tantrum, have that cry, have it all, have that freaking cake. This is not a time to be on a diet. This is not a time to control through eating disorders, which I have seen people who have eating disorders triggered by all this. This is a time for you to take deep care, deep nutrition, deep water, deep breath. Yes. Yes. (sighs) That that breath felt really good. (laughs) (laughs) It did because we're acknowledging what's happening. And I think, you know, I think, I think that's just so important because, you know, relating, you know, I I think one of the takeaways from this conversation is I am community. My community is me. And, you know, to acknowledge, you know, physically what I've experienced this week has been shit and I don't need it. Well, yeah, I look out the window and it's like, I want to say, well, that's shit. And I really don't need this. Let's, let's have a do over. I mean, you know, and to be able, I think there's something really important and remarkable when we are forced to be with, you know, I haven't had a choice, but to acknowledge what's going on in my body and to, and to acknowledge my responsibility in some of these things. And I, I, I did have control over some of what created the situation. Likewise, outside of my home, out in my community with my relatives out there, I had a role in that too. And so let's take that deep breath and let's, let's stop and kind of go, okay, where do we go with this information now? Now what do we do? So it's important to remember we have the personal responsibility in this to say and do things in the right direction in the right way and also to acknowledge the systemic problems yes. that we collectively say, oh no, not today, not tomorrow. This has to come to an end. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, we could do this for hours. <laughs> <laughs> We can do this for and we're going to, but we're yeah. going to wrap this one up. But before we do, because it's sass and nosh, I have a special nosh. Do you have some nosh, Alex? You want to mention what your nosh is? This is my nosh. What? Listen, I, I've been getting um, my organic local farm deliveries weekly of my fresh produce because the I know the farmer's market is open now, but I haven't really mustered the will to go down and do that. But, um, I found a delivery service to get me my local produce. So, um, I've been eating on zucchini and onions. And what else did I get that was stupidly ridiculous? Um, avocados, and oh beets i got beets and i used the beet greens in a little mushroom thing that i made for myself 
But so my nosh that I'm going to be noshing on is some ridiculously fresh and delicious locally grown zucchini, which is a squash, right? Yes. This is one of the three sisters. Indigenous to the Americas. You're welcome, world. Okay, so here's what I know about squash. Well, corn, beans, and squash, the three sisters. This is what I know is their companion plants. And when you grow them together, the corn is the stalk on which the bean will grow. So you have like a bean pole and the bean releases its waste into the soil, which is fertilizer. And the squash grows down on the ground around the bottom, the base of the, of the other two plants and that holds the moisture in the soil. And when you eat the three of them together, it's a complete protein. What? Ooh, yum, 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 yum. Guess what I'm having what do, Oh, yeah. And what's wonderful is that we all, all, all of us cousins on Turtle Island, even further south, have different variations of eating these three together in a dish. Do you have a favorite? Mine comes from my people. It's called calabacitas, and it's it's the corn. Oh, it has tomato as well, and tomatoes also native mm-hmm. of the Americas. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and it has um achiote, which I don't know what the English word for this spice is. It's red colored. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I totally know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, I know. I will look it up. It has an English version of the name Anise. Anise, maybe, but it's not like the Anise that that comes from fennel. That that taste. It's a little different, and it's red. It's it used to be what the pyramids were covered with in Mexico. No kidding. Yeah, they used to be red. They used to be decorated in colors, actually, but the red was most prominent. Mm-hmm. What else is in it? <laughs> uh, a little onion and corn and squash and oh, oh, I learned here in North America, you guys call it sas- Whoa. <gasps> succotash. Succotash. That's yes. what you were. Yes. Thank that's you. what you call I think your version sounds really good, actually. <laughs> Yeah, I like my version, but I'm not the biggest fan of lima beans. <laughs> and that's what Succotash has. I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> well, if you go to Trader Joe's, Joe's, you can get soy katash, which instead of lima beans, it's edamame. Huh. It's that's actually pretty good. Okay. It's actually pretty good. Try. Okay, <laughs> we're going to wrap this up till next time. Any closing thoughts besides drink your water and breathe? (laughs) Yes, yes. We are stronger together. It applies to your body. Lead with the heart, the mind, the soul. We are stronger together, meaning we as friends, as family, as community. Yes. Yes. Let's move forward in a good way. And on that note, thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time. 
Thank you. Bye-bye.